Posse Packer Nation. Welcome to another episode of Podcast, the podcast where you don't have to be Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. It's Vikings Week, Grassi. And today we're going to be previewing the Week 11 matchup between the Green Bay Packers and the Purple Incarnation of Satan, the Minnesota Vikings. And to help break it down, we got a longtime mod, longtime friend and supporter of the show. It's been three years since this man has been on PatCast. And so we welcome him back to break down this freaking fracking game. He's got his own YouTube channel, otherwise known as Minnesota Vikings Man 28. Adam, thanks for coming back, bud. Thank you for, for having me on, buddy. How are you Absolutely. Doing? It's a pleasure. Now, Adam, I'm going to jump right into it because I have one question for you real quick. Oh, um, what's it like in hell? Is it is there is it seasonal? Like, is there like a fall? Is there a winter? Is it always cold? Is it like Dante's Inferno being the purple incarnation of Satan? Kind of what's the temperature looking like? The temperature, it, it, it's, it, it varies okay. because this team ups ups and downs up throughout not just the season but through entire entire games and okay it takes it. and yeah it, it gives it gives you heart attacks also yeah well i like i think the the number one question on a lot of people's minds is because i'm looking at this game and i'm like this actually is probably gonna be a close game because as you know i've actually ugh, sang the vikings praises and have said a few weeks ago like they're an underrated team you know they almost beat the cardinals if they had a field goal kicker now there's like these games where they're just losing out in overtime or like you know that's going down to the last second and like they're fighting teams and i don't know if they're like playing up and down to competition because it just seems like there's no consistency it's like either you're getting the greatest team and like they're gonna go and run all over the chargers or they're losing to Cooper Rush and the Cowboys. So can you explain to me like what is going on with your football team this year? What is going on with this football team playing playing to competition is basically uh what it is. I mean, you have week 1 against the Bengals uh that how that ended. I mean, we thought at the, at that time that they were a terrible football team and sure. now we we know that they're not so bad. Um and then, yeah, Kitty goes meow. Kitty goes meow. Um, the Cardinals, the card game, thought we're going to get walloped. And then uh, we played we played conservative, conservatively at the at the end, not trying to get more yards, which has been a consistent theme of this team this yes. entire entire year, playing too conservative, except for last week where we went up for it on fourth down uh, against the Chargers to end the game. So we accomplishment, yes. Yes. Um, um and but seattle game was the only one where it wasn't close uh but the it it's just we it's just being 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 uh being conservative is the main the main thing and not taking advantage when we out to a lead we've been getting out to we have been getting out to a lead at the at the start and then once we get a lead we just sit back and just not being aggressive enough so and that and that's proven a lot uh in in this season we get a lead um let me see we get a lead against the browns don't score any more points uh <laughs> yeah. we get a lead we, we have a huge lead against the panthers we blow we we, we we blow it and save it in overtime yeah against the cowboys we get a lead blow it etc etc um it, it's 
it's it's it's a it's a roller coaster that yeah. I want I want to get I want to get off. Oh. <laughs> I don't want to ride no more. I, I I want to get off the ride. So you mentioned you know this conservative play calling this cons- like the way the game plan would have you, and I know that speaking to Vikings fans um, this season, and, and you even saw it a little bit last season. You know Zimmer. I feel like his name is coming up more and more as a coach who is potentially on the hot seat. And I know that Vikings fans kind of have like a love hate relationship. Like when he first comes in, you're like, he's this defensive minded guy. Your defense is rocking and rolling. You're like, Oh man, look how good they are, et cetera. And now we're in 2021 last year. The defense is horrible. You know, obviously like you lost a lot of guys, there's injuries and things like that this year. The defense is like, like you said, it's a roller coaster. It's ebbs and flows. I know you're getting some guys back, which will definitely yeah. be helpful. So, kind of, what is your what are your thoughts on Mike Zimmer as he stands as like the Vikings head coach? Is he still the guy to kind of like steer the Vikings to success, or do you think that maybe after this season he'll be steering another ship? Well, that all depends on probably if we make the playoffs or not, and that's been my thing. I don't know. I mean, I would love to make the playoffs, of course, as a fan, uh, but like. It would be, I feel like it would be more beneficial if he wasn't on the team uh, anymore because, like, you have uh, Stefan Diggs who left the Vikings, yeah, and for good reason, uh, you know, run, run first team, and he didn't want to be in that uh, type of situation. And I don't want that to happen with uh, Justin Jefferson uh, <laughs> later on. I'm okay and- with that. <laughs> no, but um, Alex Moore came up said that he wanted him, that he wanted to trade up and wanted to draft him. He said that this week in his press conference. So, I mean, listen, if he wants a home, we will happily take him. No, you're not getting there. Not getting we'll give you like a sixth round pick. I think that's fair. <laughs> no, but it's Zimmer. He he's had his time. He's had what is his eighth season now. He's longest tenured coach uh, right now who hasn't won a Super Bowl. He's had his he had his time. He had 2017 his his peak year um, with uh, in, in with Case Keenum as quarterback of all of all people. Um, yeah. And uh, after that, we didn't when we didn't win. We sort of uh, the defense got worse. I mean, we had to release players, all that not all that stuff as, as usual, but um, it's just gotten mostly worse and worse until the rebound this year. Um, yeah. The run defense uh, hasn't been great. Past, past defense has been uh, fine. Uh, but Zimmer, I, I think it's just the time. It's just the time right now. We need to sure. get, get rid of him. He hasn't proved, he hasn't shown the results. Hasn't been to, we got, haven't gotten to net. Oh, sorry. We haven't, been really it's been every other year with Zimmer if we don't make the playoffs this year that will break his that'll break his streak of every other year 2014 no 2015 make the playoffs and yeah so I think it is his time to go in my it's just yeah it's just kind of outdone because Aaron Rodgers is talking about this too and saying like Zimmer usually schemes up pretty well and like you know with his defenses they're super duper creative and it seems over the past couple years your team has morphed a little bit to focusing a little bit more on that offense, right? Yes, Obviously, we're talking about Kirk Cousins, but you bring in a guy, you draft Justin Jefferson, who was a stud for you, right? Adam Thielen, consistently one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. Dalvin Cook, one of the best running backs in the NFL. So you have like this offensive-focused team, and what do you finally do in the draft? You finally address the offensive line, right? Exactly. So it's like, wow, this problem that has been 
you know, permeating for all of these years, finally mm-hmm. addressing it. And you're like, okay, this offense can be really good. And I think that that's the most confusing thing for me because you have all of these weapons. And so when you're facing a team, because I haven't watched a ton of Vikings games, but I watched right. the Cowboys game, like I'm watching that game and I'm like, what is happening? Like, mm-hmm. they're, like there's just, there's a, they're stagnant on offense. You know, Kirk Cousins, I feel like in the beginning of the year, real, real good. And then I, I don't know if it's a conservative play call. I don't know if it's his playing ability. You, what do you think is slowing down this offense? Because I feel like you have the weapons there. Well, as I said, I think part of it has to do with Zimmer and his his you know, wanting just to establish the run, keep yeah. running the ball instead of using all of these offensive weapons that he has, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, et cetera. Um, and, that, and that is a big contributing part to it. Um, short, short passes, playing, uh, playing, playing plan conservative and not, maybe not trusting Kirk cousins. Um, I've sure, I mean, this has been the, this is the first year that Kirk cousins and Mike Zimmer have sat down and, yes. <laughs> and, uh, and watch video together. Yeah. So, um, was it ever confirmed what video they were watching? Cause maybe it had nothing to do with football. Like maybe they're just like <laughs> watching like dumb and dumber or they're watching like space balls. Like they're watching something else because when I heard that, I'm like, what? <laughs> I, I don't think he never, he never trusted. Uh, I don't think he's ever really trusted Kirk cousin. I feel like he always wanted just to keep, I think he's want to keep Teddy Bridgewater. That was always his guy. Sure. And then once 2017, uh, happened. I mean, once he got injured, uh, and then Kate, Case Keenum blossomed uh, for what one year, and when he yeah. was sort of maybe like forced to, you know, cut um, both of them, it's like he, ne- it's like he never really, tr- he never really wanted Kirk. Like Everson Griffin, uh, was it last off se- this offseason? I don't know. Whatever he said, Kirk, like Kirk, oh, Kirk blasting Cousins. Kirk yeah. Cousins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blasted Kirk Cousins. I wasn't going to repeat that but for pg purposes but um but i don't know i just i still don't i'm not 100 sure if mike zimmer fully trusts kirk cousins in his ability um to really lead um this this team and yeah um i think kirk Kirk cousins has shown in some games he he can be he can be great sure uh, and then some games maybe not maybe not so maybe not so much maybe that's probably sometimes on him um and being a little nervous like like against the cowboys you know yeah. you know that primetime kirk you know doesn't <laughs> do so well so he won uh, that monday game uh last week or last he year did, he did won that one mo- monday game but like that was a low scoring that was a low scoring game we didn't really have to do much against the bears who were well, so like i'm i'm wondering that in that case like because as you're talking i'm like i'm thinking about this and i'm like okay if mike zimmer is a defensive minded guy which he is right and he's mm-hmm. a run first guy i mean it makes sense that the quarterback is not taking center stage within you know that offense but now like hey that's how you wanted to run things and you did because, let, listen, Case Keenum wasn't lighting it up by any stretch of the imagination, but it was a strong run game, and that defense was really good. That's what got you to the NFC Championship game, right? right. So now it's at this point where it's like, okay, that's what you wanted to implement, but now you're sitting here with two great receivers, a great running back, and a quarterback that can at the very least get the job done. Yes. So like maybe it's just a, we need to get out of this traditional mindset because this is just not what the team is anymore because of years and people leaving and drafting and developing. Yeah. It's just now like 
maybe it's time to put more of a focus on the offense and see what Kirk Cousins can actually do. I, I totally agree with that. And we've been through so many offensive coordinators under Mike yes. Zimmer. I mean, this whole list, I mean, what would do what I mean, what did we even start with? Like North Turner, I think that was the first one, Pat Shermer, John DeFilippo, Kevin Stefanski, Gary Kubiak, and now Cl Clint Kubiak. I yep. mean, and what's the one consistent and the offense hasn't really changed so much. And the one consistent has been Mike Zimmer is still yeah. is the head coach. So that is also another reason why he need, I feel like he needs to go I feel like the offense is 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 being held back by Mike Zimmer and not showing their full pot potential. Yeah. So, I mean, talking about Kirk Cousins particularly, right? So years ago when I spoke to you, right, bringing in Kirk Cousins, you know, $84 million. And I'm just like, this is amazing. This is the greatest thing in Packers history. Um, you extend him and give him a crap ton of money. I'm legitimately curious, like right now, like where you stand years later, like on Kirk Cousins. Like, is he a guy that it's like, listen, he's not going to be the most elite quarterback in the world, but he's like enough to get it done. Do you think that it was a mistake bringing him in? Do you think it was a mistake bringing, like, you know, paying him all that money? Or do you think like, hey, like the future of the team is Kirk Cousins? Um, That's a good question. Um. Well, number one, he's not worth 84. He wasn't worth the 84 million dollars like we hoped. Um, oh, he wasn't? No. Oh. No, no, unfortunately, just, you know, couldn't, couldn't even get to the NFC championship game. <laughs> so you like that? Um, yes, I do. Yes, is, I do. I'm sorry. Good. <laughs> no, no problem. No problem. He can get the job done. Yes. I've always believed he can always get the job done. Um, can he take us to the to the to the big one? maybe maybe not um i'm not 100 i'm not 100 sure but that's but that's because i mean i have to see if 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 zimmer is is gone um and cousins is still there and cousins yeah. still can't do well then yeah that's then that that's definitely a sign but um yeah. i think uh cousins is i don't think he's gonna be the future um he's good enough he's was better than i mean sure. he's a little bit of an upgrade to a case case keenum better than a teddy bridgewater but he's borderline cl close to top 10 but not exactly that but like middle of the road, like kind middle, of like a middle, middle of the road, the road like guy. He's very average, above average, average QB, I would say. Can, you know, like to give can, him, like give him some respect. Like it's above average, right? Like he's above I, I just, average. He's above average. He can get those. He can he he can get those deep passes off. Sure. Uh, to to Jeff to Jefferson. Um, but I don't I don't know that if that's a. I mean, we drafted Kellen Mond. Yes. And in you the did. draft, so you did. My mindset is thinking that. Kirk Cousins is not going to be the future and maybe um looking toward maybe toward Mond but my my feeling my gut feeling though is that like Zimmer Cousins and also Spielman our general manager are all are all connected in, into this so if and one goes maybe all of them go all of them go that's well, my thinking well because Kirk Cousins so he is on his second his penultimate year of his contract right, right. so Right now, uh, his cap hit is $31 million. And next year, 
it's $45 million. You didn't have to remind me of that. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure the viewers knew the numbers. But yeah. after that, you know, it, after the 2022 season, he'll be 35 years old and he'll be an unrestricted free agent. So in that case, I mean, because listen, the Packers, oh boy, buddy, <laughs> next year, like that offseason, you're going to be the happiest you've been in, in a decade because there's going to be so many cuts. There's going to be so many Packers that are just going to get, you know, shipped off elsewhere. Aaron Rodgers. That's gonna be your Super Bowl, bud. Like that's that's as close. Like, see that Lombardi? That's as close as you're gonna get to it, and it's gonna happen in the middle of the offseason. So I'll give you that. I'll give mm -hmm. you that. I'm curious that next year, given your cap situation and you're paying Kirk Cousins 45 million dollars, it seems like you're tied to him for at least one more season after this. So right. I'm if you're saying they're all connected. I'm curious if you even get rid of Zimmer this year because it's like, listen, let's ride it out this season, next season, and then potentially do it. Because if you want to bring in a new head coach, I would imagine they want somebody, you know, that they're going to pick or want to work with or like a young guy, et cetera. But if you're looking at like next head coaches, I don't need names or anything, but do you think that the Vikings would prosper or it'd be more beneficial for them to bring in an offensive minded coach or do you want to stick with that traditional like hey ground and pound defense no i with the weapons that we do have now that we're more of an offensive uh, uh talented team yeah. um i think we need to bring in an offensive minded coach um as much as i've been loving a good you know defense early on in the zimmer regime uh I feel like with what we have now, I feel like we need to show the full potential of this this offense. And at least if we can have a semi good, if we don't have as, as good of a defense, you know, that's that's fine. But I don't. Sure. But I feel like an offensive minded head coach would really would really uh, be ben beneficial, being more aggressive and and getting out to, to big enough leads where we don't need to rely on the defense uh, sure. to to necessarily win us the game. Two questions that I want. One, it's not going to happen. But would you want Aaron Rodgers? <sighs> no, no, I no, I don't want I don't want Aaron Rodgers. I mean. I mean, I know you wouldn't want Aaron Rodgers on the Vikings, no. But it, it's an interesting thing to to think about. If he was on the Vikings, would I? I would be have to. I don't even want to say it. You have to root for Aaron Rodgers, buddy. You got to root for Aaron Rodgers. And, and if we won a Super Bowl on, on, under him, it wouldn't feel it wouldn't feel right. And I you could give it back then. You could just be like, you know what? No, I don't. I don't want this. So you're saying that the Vikings won a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers? You'd be like, oh. Man, I mean, I would, be I would be excited. It just wouldn't feel. It wouldn't feel completely right. Unlike Brett, unlike Brett Favre. If Brett Favre would have won one with us, I don't know. I just, I, I, I like Brett more than Aaron Rodgers. So he's, I, so I. But him and Kirk. But Rodgers and Kirk have so many similarities. <laughs> Yeah, they have. They're both just not talent wise, but but no, others. No. There's a lot of other, lot of other uh, things that they can connect and talk about it. Well, oh, all yeah. right. So, because I don't, I don't think it. Because the Packers are going to trade him, and and they're definitely not going to trade him to the Vikings, where they have to play him twice a year. You know, mm -hmm. um, 
But going forward, I mean, like you have Adam Thielen under contract for, I think, another three years. Um, so like you still have him. Justin Jefferson is in his rookie deal. So right. like you you have those wide receivers, you know, locked up. Dalvin Cook obviously gave him a big extension. You know, you have these guys locked up for a while and then you have an offensive line that's like solely starting to emerge. So I think it makes sense for you to bring in like an offensive minded guy. I think the next big question besides head coach is going to be like, where are you going to look for QB talent? Is Because I don't imagine Kirk Cousins is going to get another contract on top of what he already has. No. You know, he's already made out like a bandit. He can go make like a Scrooge McDuck uh, pool of gold and go swim exactly. in it. But I think it's, uh, it's going to be interesting to see if you decide to like go the draft and develop route, especially, you know, if your team doesn't make the playoffs this year you know, and you have a little bit of a lower draft pick in a weak QB class. But I mean, I yeah. think that's kind of like the next big decision for the Minnesota Vikings. Right. Yeah. I I mean, we already have Kellen so I don't, I wouldn't even think we would get a, a QB. Let's just give him a shot and see what happens. Yeah. Give, give, yeah. Give, we'll see. Give Kellen a shot and see how, how he does. But I mean, I, heading I, into I, the, this game. No, uh, the no the dra- uh, the the draft. I mean, if I know Rick Spielman, that's how we always built our teams through the, through through the draft. Uh, you yeah. seen through our de- our defense, uh, building from 2014 when Zimmer got here, and then twenty seventeen where we got where uh, fully fully merged. So, yeah, um, if we can do the same thing with the uh, offense, so. <laughs> just try to do it again. Yeah, just do just do again. Keep rebuilding. You know, keeping eight and nine, nine and eight. Uh, yeah, you know. It's purple purgatory, basically. That's it. Purple purgatory. The the question I had for you was heading into this season, you know, knowing how last season went, did you have like high expectations for this team? Like that they were a playoff contending team. The defense was going to be a little bit better. Justin Jefferson in his sophomore year, you know, of course you have Cook and Thielen. You know, was it the expectation like, hey, we're going to be able to contend for the playoffs? Yeah, of course. I mean, especially with seven seeds, you would expect to, um, expect to make the playoffs, especially as I said under the under Zimmer. It's been every other year, so technically yeah. we should make the playoffs this year. Um, so making the playoffs, abs- absolutely, uh, with improved defense because last year that defense so awful. You saw Alvin Kamara run for however many touchdowns on Christmas Day, six touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. It's a great um, Christmas present. So I was expecting of improved. I mean. It is improved. We got Patrick Pearson. We got Dalvin Tomlinson added, um, and Everson Griffin. Everson Griffin back. So uh, I think um, I I expected this team to be. I expect the, I was expecting the North race to be a little bit closer than what it is right now, um, just because of those close games. We we haven't made it uh, close to North. Packers are running sure. away with it, so they're probably going to win the NFC North. So, um, yeah, yeah. So I was expecting maybe we get like a high wall, maybe high wall card. I was thinking maybe like five or six seed. Sure. But now I'm just like, can we, can, are we, can we just please, I'll be okay with just the seven seed at this point. Just just make it to the dance. That's it. it and then be on the Nickelodeon game. That's uh, that's it. The Bears can do it, Adam. You could do it. That's it. <laughs> and Kirk Cousins was MVP. That's it. That's a, that's what we all want to see. Everyone can win the MVP while ours wins the MVP. It's fine. It's, it's fine. Justin Fields will be next in line. Not Jared Goff, though. And so, you know, before we look at Sunday's game, how are you looking at the rest of the season, given your schedule, you know, the opponents that you still have left to face? You know, there's there's a good amount of competition and challenge that's in there. I literally wrote it down the other day, and I just wanted to totally unprofessional. forgot it. So you got the yeah. Packers twice. You still got the 49ers, Lions, Alliance, Steelers, the Bears twice, and then you got the Rams. 
So it's like not the easiest of schedules to go. Like, do you think, you know, right. given where you are right now and given how close these games are, do you think that you can like at least capture a wild card spot? I think we can capture a wild card spot. It's not too incredibly difficult. Like we could manage to sneak off some some wins. Um, I said we're, I mean, Packers, I, I predicted before the season, probably going to be like a, I think it's going to be a split. Um, Lions going to be, is, is, is basically a bye week at this point. Um, <laughs> let's see, the, the Bears could be a split, but I'm hopeful yeah. because now, because especially since in a situation where we can, we could possibly sweep them. Uh, Rams, I don't, I, who, who knows? The Rams, knows I don't Rams know about are, yeah. the Rams anymore. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a home game, so that's something. It helps. Um, but uh, Steelers, I, I Steelers, I think we can get a win. And then the just like what are Niners is the other one um, on the road. I don't, I don't know. The Mixed NFL bag. is so unpredictable nowadays. I don't even know. Yeah, so, no, I don't think I, I could look at here like, oh yeah, we can, you know, maybe lose, maybe. The least maybe like a couple games lose maybe one to the Packers, lose to the Rams, and maybe we can pull off all these other games. But yeah, and finish what does uh, well ten that would be ten and seven. Well, maybe lose one more, maybe nine and eight, ten and seven. I mean, the NFC like that's the nice thing right now is the NFC like you're technically in the hunt even with a losing record because the seven seed currently belongs to the Panthers who are five and five. So right. like the NF like those last few spots are definitely open. Like the NFC is very top heavy, but after that mm-hmm. it kind of you know goes down the drain. So when looking at this Sunday's game, Packers are coming in obviously not at full strength whatsoever. Aaron Jones is not going to be there. Jair, of course, is not. No Zadarius. Like, there, there's got, you know, Dave Bakhtiari. We'll see if he's going to play. Um, how do you see the game on Sunday playing out where the Packers now are coming in with a top three defense, which is a weird thing to still say. Top three defense. You know, the offense has been struggling a little bit, but Aaron Rodgers has another week to recover. You know, kind of how do you see this game playing out? Well, as with any divisional game, I don't care about it's 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 any given Sunday. Yeah. So especially with the Packers uh, being down a lot of people while we were getting healthy again, um, I think we can we can maybe take advantage uh, of of this. And uh, if we can, you know, I, as much as I you know been criticizing Zimmer uh, for uh, running the ball a lot, I mean that's what won us the game last time. We sure. played you guys. It was in Lambeau. We ran, it was, it was Dalvin Cook. It was just Dalvin Cook. That's Dalvin all, Cook. We need. all we need is Cook. Um, but uh, I see this. I see this game I, I, with the Packers defense. I mean, I, I like what you guys are, are doing defensive wise. Um, but you know, we Zimmer. Uh, I, well, Clint Kubiak. I should be saying. Um, I think has some plays uh, sc- scripted up. And against that defense, and there you I go, think, Dalvin. This is my this is my game plan. Yeah, just go, be like the forty. Just be like the 49ers in the NFC Championship game. Yeah, or the 49ers on Monday and run it forty three times. Like, <laughs> yeah, just run the run the ball. Honestly, this is it's one of those games where I wouldn't be mad if they if they ran the ball so many times. And you know, sure. of course, get it to Jefferson and Thielen, of course, so they can get their target. Uh, but uh, if if we can sh- if we can establish the run early on, I think we will be will be set for the for the offense. 
the defense, um, no Aaron Jones. Uh, that that's well, you got you didn't have guys didn't have Aaron Jones the last time. Uh, we 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 played you in Lambo, which was in Lambo. So I think yeah. Oh, you got the yeah yeah. But AJ Dillon, I I mean I think uh, in terms of the Packers offense, now they don't have Aaron Jones. He I think he their like second receiving option. So I feel like when you eliminate that, oh. we can focus a lot on Devontae Adams. Mm. And um, I think the defense will have an easier break now that Aaron Jones is not going to be, I mean, playing. So as a receiving threat, I mean, that does make sense. Yeah. yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, I honestly, I think it could be a really close game. Um, I mean, uh, our games are usually close uh, mm-hmm. and they, they usually, uh, regardless of what records are or anything like that. So, yeah, I, I imagine it's going to be a little bit of a nail biter on uh on sunday i have one final question nail biters that's true that is very true that is true i mean like at this point like it's gonna go into overtime um definitely i have one final question now are you concerned as a vikings fan you know there's a lot of talk about this packer stock and you know and a lot of vikings fans in my mention saying it's such a waste of money and all this great stuff and i'm not here to talk about that what i'm talking about is are you worried that the Icelandic soccer team is going to sue the Minnesota Vikings for the use of the skull chant and bankrupt the city of Minneapolis. Mm. Well, Icelandic, uh, I think they're also, it's a, it's a Viking uh, related. So chant. So I don't know. I don't think they're going to sue it. I think because we're the Vikings and they take pride, they probably, they feel, maybe they feel honored that we're, we're, Honored. Have you seen your football team, Adam? Why would they feel honored? Why? Why? <laughs> I I don't know. Maybe for Nordic. I don't know Nordic characters. I don't know where I'm going. With it's this, just like, oh, it's cold there too. It's fine. It's cold there too. Uh, but maybe they maybe they'll. I don't know if they do. Uh, I don't. I don't mind it. I would mind a different type of to a skull chant. Like it's like a, it's more like a, a seal, basically like a seal clap. Um, Maybe we'll have a safety on on Sunday. It just it'll be Kenny Clark consuming uh, Kirk Cousins. That'd be great. But mm-hmm. uh, Adam, it's been a pleasure uh, talking to you. I appreciate you coming on uh, and and having some fun talking about this game. Can you tell the people where they can find you and all the things you do talking about the Minnesota Vikings? So yes, I uh, I have a Vikings YouTube channel where I talk about Vikings and to make predict predictions and power rankings what whatnot uh it's minnesota vikings man tw- 28 uh also have twitter also same thing minnesota vikings man 28 uh where i t- uh, were there I, I just i i talk everything uh about uh, about vikings and uh, maybe twitter maybe sometimes maybe uh, uh <laughs> crap on crap on the packers <laughs> Sometimes, just a little bit, just, just, a, just, just a little just bit. Well, listen, um, you know, I, I was debating on what shirt I wanted to wear to our interview, um, so I made sure that you knew who the uh, reigning defending NBA champs were, uh, and to make sure that you know we, of course, represented the Green Bay Packers. But I would wish you luck, even for the rest of the season. But like, you could beat the Rams; that'd be cool. Like, I'd be, I'd be solid with that. that. That'd be a solid win that I would appreciate. Oh yeah, yeah so you could, yeah, the play, the, the, the yeah, that'd be good. Get that Other than that, speed again. Yeah, other than that, there's there's no uh, well wishes for the Minnesota Vikings, and I I do hope that uh, Iceland does sue you, uh, not you personally, just the just the entire team, and um, yeah, I I know that you are very much looking forward to Aaron Rodgers leaving, um, but 
if yeah. the Green Bay Packers are able to grab one more of those, I'll be good. <laughs> I'll be good. We'll see. Right, we'll see about what Anthony Barr has to say about that on Sunday. Okay. Okay. Well, folks, <laughs> thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassley. And as always, Skull. Go, Pat, go. No, it's not the Skull! <laughs>